Hi, welcome to Embrace the Madness. This is Madeline, your host. Welcome back to another episode. Um, Yeah, so I had my first radio show yesterday. It was pretty sweet and I'm feeling really good about it. I actually wanted to record this yesterday, but my nose has been dripping. I don't think I was... I think I started podcasting in November of last year, so I didn't have to like deal with this, but like, dude, when you, (laughs) when your allergies are going insane, there's no way you're going to record. And it's like, you don't want your voice to sound nasally. And you also don't want to have to edit out a bunch of like sniffles every five seconds. And so I think my procrastination won yesterday. And so, yeah, I'm here now. I kind of woke up with a little stuff, but I think that's just like the fall. I don't know if anyone else has fall allergies, but I feel like it's super weird now too, because you like, if you sneeze in public, then (laughs) you're done for, but I'm feeling better. I, I try not to take medicine for this stuff. Cause I'm like, well, my body has natural stuff it can fix, but sometimes it's like who turn on the water hose and somebody turn it off. So Thanks for listening to me ramble. Today I feel like is a very important episode and I probably could have timed it better, but I still think it's early enough and I think that um, voter registration for Tennessee was up yesterday. So if you haven't registered, then you are not able to vote this year. But if you are registered, I really, really, really implore you to vote. I think, um, I guess I'm just going to go ahead and say, like, I think this whole idea that you are not supposed to talk about politics and religion is kind of outdated and weird. And, like, it makes sense how they always said, like, don't talk about it in bars because, like, yeah, you're going to get drunk and your brain's not going to be thinking right or you're going to get like triggered or angrier than you would like rationally. And so I totally recognize this, but it seems like at least in my lifetime, it's transformed into like, well, we just don't talk about it. And I think that's a little weird because I mean this, like that's our reality. Like the religion thing, I understand. And I understand that some people don't budge and like if that's in your belief then you have every right and I feel like I'm probably like that too sometimes on the other side of organized religion but I think that at least in my opinion I feel like the goal is to get where we can talk about it respectfully and compassionately with other people because otherwise assumptions are going to get made and shit's going to get started and well we can't talk about it but it's a really big problem it just to me the logic doesn't follow and I feel the same about politics and I think a lot of it too is either not feeling confident and knowing what you're talking about which I totally understand and I think that's probably why my brain's like no we don't have to do this episode But like, I just feel like it's really important. And so even if you don't 
do politics, I really encourage you to listen to this episode. And if you don't, then I respect that too. But I feel like this year is really important. And I know people say that every eight years, whatever, whatever. But like seriously, it's just really important. And so I think that having the right to vote is a privilege. And I don't want that word to make anyone feel some type of way, but I think it really is because not everybody has the right to vote. And we all know women didn't get the vote until the 1900s. So that's at least like 200 plus years that we didn't get a say in things and now we do. So at least on that front, I feel very privileged to be able to vote. And so I am pretty sure I've been voting since I was 18. But like, I get it. Like, I get that we weren't taught. We weren't, I don't know. It's just so weird to think about. But like, of course, the conspiracy in me comes out and it's like, well, it's to the people in power's benefit that we don't vote or we don't think that our vote matters or that we don't care. And you can see that for sure right now. I have to be like great. Like I'm sure, I don't know. I've just been like completely enveloped in the whole Trump getting COVID thing. Cause I'm just like, what the heck? Like this year is so fucking bizarre, but I'm trying to stay mindful and present and not driving myself crazy on social media. So I feel like this idea of like WTF confusion, just like having our brains all over the place to me that seems intentional and like I go back and forth like oh are they really that smart have they really had all these systems in place for so long and we could talk all day about different theories but I think that they bank on us not voting or not caring or getting so frustrated and I know now I think a big deal that people have is like, well, shit, I don't want to vote for Trump or Biden. And I think that's a reality because, I mean, you just don't want to. But I think at some point we have to take responsibility and say, well, we haven't really done anything in the past to set ourselves up for success by us not voting and us not sharing our voice like that's where we're at now and like we get so frustrated that we're only given these couple choices and it's like well yeah because we've been sleeping for a long time and I think I think it's a big like uh I'm trying to figure out what to say I think it's like a consensus that people do not like the bipartisan system. And I think that we are coming to this understanding that it's really hard to lump lump things into two categories. And to me, I don't know if it's like my Gemini moon, but like actually like a lot of my signs are like have duality as a principle. So I find that to be very prominent in my life. But it's just like that seems that seems like what you do. It's either this or this. But like as we've seen in life, things are not always like that. And 
there are sometimes gray things and gray areas. I think we kind of just need to accept where we're at right now. And like, I agree. I think it's fucked up that we do have to choose between Biden or Trump. And I understand when people say, well, I don't want to pick the lesser of two evils. Like, I get it. I just think that we kind of don't really have any other options at this point. And so, I mean, I think you don't have to agree with me on who you're voting for, but I think honestly that a vote for Trump is going to perpetuate this disaster. And I think that it goes also beyond just the president. I think there's, like, we've got a senator election in Tennessee. There's there's a lot of other stuff that's at stake, too. And I think, I have a lot of feelings about this. I think that it's hard that we have kind of just forgotten about local elections. And I know it took me a while, I think, to get involved with what's going on in my city. And like, you know, as well as I do, that we're not taught like voting in home ec or I didn't even have home ec. So I'm just like bopping around trying to figure it out. But I think that there's a lot of power that we hold. And when we don't vote in local elections, it's hard to use that power and use our voice to create like the community that we want to live in. And I think it's really hard to criticize or make a statement or be upset with the way either your town is or what an elected official is doing. And I think that we have to remember that that's our responsibility. And like, I get it. If you are like pissed that you have to even vote anyways. And like, I don't, I don't like the two party thing either. I don't really know what would work. I just feel like our country's so big, but we just cannot afford to vote third party this year. We can't. I think that that is privilege in itself. And there are so many people whose lives are on the line, who whose lives literally will be affected by either a red or a blue state. And that fucking sucks. And like me as a white female, I will probably get like, I don't think things will change too much for me. But for BIPOC, for people who are living in poverty, for the LGBTQ community, like, their lives are literally at stake. And I think it's really hard to justify that because 
at least in my mind, like the God that I have come to know and love and trust created everybody. And I think in my personal opinion that the Republican Party likes to take away rights from those people. And maybe like is a strong word, but the fact of the matter is that they do. I think it's not cool that you can deny a customer or a client because of their sexual orientation or the way they choose to identify. I don't think that's cool. I think, and this is where it all gets tricky because we have forgotten to separate church and state, but like in my religion or whatever my religion is or means, like God created everybody and we are all made up of the same stuff. And just because it might be hard to sit with someone else's experience that's different than yours, I don't think it's just like a completely like take it off the table. I'm like trying to use an idiom and I don't know what I'm saying, but I just believe that it's like we're rejecting God when we do that. And It's just, that's where, that's what's really hard for my brain to wrap around because like, I don't, I don't prescribe to like Christianity per se, but I did take like some classes in high school on religion and we had to read the Bible and study that both the old and the new Testament. And it just seems like this idea of Jesus was not to like hurt people or judge them because they're different. And I don't want to completely blanket all Christians because I know that a lot of people don't believe that. But that's why it's so hard for me to understand how people can support Donald Trump when I mean I don't I didn't watch the whole debate because I just I had to like choose choose to keep my sanity but I don't I don't know like that would just break my heart if someone was making fun of me because my son was addicted to drugs like that kind of shit is a low blow and I think that that speaks a lot about you when you support that behavior. And I think that it just it just makes me want to cry. Like it really is just fucking sad that we have so many people that support this idea and support this movement of judgment and ostracizing people. And I just really think that voting this year is so important because this, like I said, isn't just about the presidential election. Like they are so far removed from 
impacting our reality for the most part. And it's silly that like, that's all we care about. And I get it. Like I get that you just, you have to look at how we were taught and what we were taught. But it just seems like, holy shit, we are so far gone from what our country was founded on. And and I was reading this article and it was like, well, yeah, it seems like Donald Trump's administration is going, what was I going to say? Is is leaning towards fascism, but then it was saying that, like the people's movement has been so powerful that they don't think that we would go that far, which is like hopeful, and I think it is good, and I think it's really good that we're kind of tired of just sitting idly by, and it's kind of like well, better late than never type of situations, but like we're finally realizing how important this is and how our lives are literally at stake. And that's the thing that I get a little frustrated with when people say they don't do politics is like, this isn't politics anymore. This is about human rights. And I don't like this shit situation that we're in. And I'm sure that you don't either. But I think it's about accepting what is and like looking at what the next best step is. And I don't think that Joe Biden is perfect. And I don't think the Democrat, I I believe that like the whole government is a mess. <laughs> Did do you remember that movie? Uh, what was it called? With... Zach Galifianakis and uh, what was it called? I'm going to look it up really quick. He just kept going, it's a mess. Oh, the campaign. Um, Yeah, I just think that whatever is representing each side right now is a facade. I don't know. It's just a mess. But I would say I'm probably liberal but I think it's hard for me to just be like yeah I'm a democrat I'm voting democrat I also think that like identity politics isn't the way to go because it's just so polarizing and I'm sure even now it's like and I think a lot of people that are conservatives have a problem supporting Donald Trump because they're like this man doesn't represent our values and so it's super hard to just like okay, well, I guess I'm in this category because I, I, it's just hard. Like, not everything's black and white. And so I think what I was saying was I just believe that voting blue will help at least our local community. At least I know in my city, like, our stuff is a mess too. And I think that I definitely think that things are getting better. I think with awareness and community work and activism, but I do think that we need to stay vigilant. I believe that the 
Democrats are more representative of minorities. And I know that's always been like on their platform, but I think I believe that's really important. And I don't like the way that like Republican usually deals with like, and it's so hard because it's like, those are people's lives. And to me, compassion is something that religion or spirituality, I guess, rather has taught me. And to me, it just says a lot when when you are quick to, like, support hate like that. And it sucks because the media has literally pitted everybody against each other. So we're kind of just in this mess. And I don't think that voting blue is going to fix everything. But I think that we are definitely like way a little left of center and a right, whichever. We're definitely leaning towards like more conservative, I think, things. And But I think that voting blue will help us to kind of, it's like one step forward, two steps back. It's like we at least need to start moving in the other direction if we want things to change. And I think that we have this idea that my vote doesn't matter or they're not going to care the Electoral College depends on everything. You can name all of them. Like, yeah, I think that the Electoral College is like a weird, outdated thing that we do. But like the Electoral College isn't isn't electing our local officials. And I think that it's really important that we kind of open our minds outside of just this presidential thing. And I think it's important, and it sounds like a lot of work, and it is work having to research candidates and look at their platforms and check their voting record and like see what they're about. Like, I don't think I don't think it's easy. I think that there are a lot of resources out there to help. I know that that's been a really cool thing. Is like now that like graphic design and Canva and Procreate have gotten popular. Artists are finding a way to create these really cool graphics and images and like charts. So like, and, and as a form of communication, and I think that's brilliant. I, I, I am under the belief that anything rainbow is more interesting to read, but I just think it's really important that we, start investing our time and our energy in our local communities. I think that it's so hard to be, to like feel that security and to feel that support when you're not voting or you're not like involved in your community. And I think like there's always more work in the community that we can be involved in. And I know I want to figure out what I can do like physically like to help my community 
Um, but I think with COVID, it's like, how do I do that? But I just think that we, yeah, like I said, have to come to terms with where we are. Like, I think it's fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> We're fucked either way if you look at it that way. But I think that we just kind of have to embrace that this is where we are. And if we want to change our bipartisan system, we have to start getting active in, in this government. This government was designed to take our voices and use them to represent or elect people that represent us. And like somehow we lost this ability to hold our public officials accountable and also hold ourselves accountable and now now there's like people making rules and laws for us that we are like what like like in Tennessee at least we're a red state and it's just it's just really hard it's hard it's just so it's all hard and I get it and I understand why people are like why I don't want to do politics but I think like that's a cop out and I think we can't we can't bypass this anymore and I just really think that voting this election is really important and it might not be and I could be completely wrong and that's okay I'm not worried about it I'm not worried about being wrong I just I want to see more love and more kindness and more compassion and more community and more family and more just like connection in the world. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think that as humans, we are all looking for this connection and we are all looking for this wholeness. And like, that's what Embrace to Madness is about. Like we as separate bodies from our creator are all looking for that wholeness and like spewing hate and division is not going to bring us to wholeness. So that's where I'm kind of at. I think um, if you didn't know, our voter turnout is not very high compared to like other countries. We're looking at like about half, a little over half of our population voting. And that's hard. That's hard. That's hard when only half the country is voicing their concerns or voicing their voice, whatever. And that doesn't seem really representative of the people. And that's, I think, a part where we have to take responsibility too. And is like, if we don't like the way things are going and we didn't vote, you didn't use your voice to voice your needs or voice your wants or beliefs or thoughts. And so I think that's where we have to hold ourselves accountable. And it's like, well, what am I doing to contribute to this? Am I working toward a solution? Am I bitching about the situation? Like where, where, what role am I playing into creating the future that I want? And we all talk about, oh, we want our kids to have a better future than we did. And it's like, well, then we need to get our shit together so that we can create that for them. So, and I get it. We don't have voter turnout 
because, well, there's a lot of reasons, but like, I don't trust our government. I'm sure. And I don't think that's like, that's, that's not partisan for me. Like, I think, I think we've just gotten a little too far and we do not hold people accountable anymore. And so I'm not saying it's a Republican or Democrat thing. I just don't, it's really hard for me to trust anything. And that's because they kind of created that for us. Like we are so confused and pissed off, but still so confused that like, we don't know what's going on. And like, they want us to be, and when I say they, I just mean the people in power, the people who have all the wealth, the ones who that are lobbying these politicians and paying money, the super PACs, all this shit. These people who want their agendas pushed so that they can make more money are the ones that are in control. And I think that is hard to sit with because at that point like we don't have a democracy anymore like this isn't about the people and that pisses me off and I'm sure it pisses you off too like it's sad that we can't trust our government and it's sad that we can't trust a media source to accurately portray reality and it's it sucks that we live in a time where shit is just like but I guess I'm looking at it from a place of like okay well now we've acknowledged that it's shit what can we do like and I get really overwhelmed when I think about it I'm sure you do too and that's okay like I think it's just it's just like happened so that we are not educated in this realm. So yeah, we're going to be fucking confused, but we have to like somehow find our center and get grounded and figure out what to do. Because right now I feel like we're kind of in like panic mode, like survival mode, like I don't know. And maybe, maybe it's just, it's been a hard year. So if you're still here, like, holy shit, I can't believe we've made it. Also, if you're still listening this far into the podcast, I really appreciate you and I appreciate your open-mindedness and I appreciate your support. And I'm not trying to completely like talk shit about people because I have to remember at the end of the day that everybody is on their own journey And it's unfair for me to judge others on their journey because I don't know it and it's not mine, but it is their journey and that has an inherent value. So it's like this weird catch-22 where I just like rationalize everything, but it's just getting to be really hard. It's getting, it's just hard. It's really hard, but I think that we have a lot of power and a lot of, yeah, power in our voice and that gets transferred through our vote and especially like lately, like now, like signing petitions and writing to our representatives like 
they even say in their email, like, that's how they get to know what their constituents and stuff believe is by hearing from them. And that's kind of a lesson that I have to learn in my human life too, is like, nobody's going to know what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling unless I say something or tell them. And so it's like that equal kind of relationship where you have to share how you feel. So if you're pissed that your senator passed a bill, it will probably help for you to write or call them. I think that if everybody showed up to vote, they would be in danger. The people in power would no longer have the power. The people would. And that would be scary for them. So I feel like they design ways to prevent that from happening. And I think that comes in like the form of miseducation and misinformation and also voter suppression. And if you don't know what voter suppression is, it's like kind of like how that whole drama with the post office was happening, how people were taking away kind of the means to vote through the mail because if people have the ability to vote, like say everyone when everyone were to vote by mail, well, studies show that like if everybody votes, it's going to be liberal leaning. And I think the Democrat administration would be the administration. So like, yeah, if you are on the other party, then of course you don't want that. And of course, if the Republican party is supporting your gun businesses or companies or tobacco or just things like that, like, yeah, you're going to want your supporters to you're gonna want I don't know it's just like this weird fucked up relationship and like it's just shady but so yeah voter suppression well like I was kind of saying earlier is a lot of the democratic platform focuses on like equality for minorities and so if you are of the idea that white supremacy is like it and you believe that being white is the best, then yeah, it's you're not going to want minorities to have rights or freedoms that you do. Because I don't really know how to explain it other than like they look different than you. And so anyways, most voter suppression happens for the black community and other minorities. And a lot of this you can trace back to when they were enslaved and they weren't considered citizens. And so they didn't have voting rights. And I mean, women at one point were like that too, where it was just wealthy white landowners who could vote. But like, it's always been a thing where they didn't want black people to vote. And I guess that's, I don't know if that's like a 
a democratic thing or just a hateful thing, but communities where the minority votes high are the communities that are having the most voter suppression. And voter suppression can look like taking the post office away or removing election sites or poll sites in certain communities. It can look like denying someone's form of identification. It's like picking and choosing, oh, well, that ID is not going to work or so-and-so. Also, if you didn't know that when you get a felony, your right to vote is taken away. And so as we've been learning, and if you haven't been learning, I suggest you watch the Netflix documentary type thing called 13th and it's about the 13th amendment and basically that there's like this loophole in making money off of labor if it's for incarceration and so if you look at these incarcerated populations then they are majority black or hispanic latino or something else And so if you say, okay, well, felons don't have the right to vote and you replace felons with majority black population, they don't have the right to vote. Like, like I get it. Like, I understand why a felon wouldn't have the right to vote because you're like, well, if they did a really bad thing, you don't want to give them a voice. But when these people have been like consistently suppressed and oppressed, like punished for no reason, taken to jail without like with no pretrial, like, and then they automatically have the right to vote taken away. Like to me, that's fucked up. And to me, that is like a way to control things. So it's like, why would you feel the need to suppress someone's vote? Why are you so afraid of people voting? Like if you were really like confident in your ideas and your system, then you wouldn't be afraid and feel the need to take someone else's right. It's just, it's just really weird and really tricky. And I'm not saying that like the Democrats aren't up to tricky shit too, but like, when you look at most voter suppression, it's like, why is it always like that? Like, why is it traditionally Republicans that are doing it? It's just, it's just weird. And it's a lot to think about. And like, I think that it just doesn't cross our minds or like we are encouraged to forget or it's just, we are in a really, really, really weird time, but I think that's why it's such an important time that we have to stand up together. We have to take our country back and we have to take our cities back and our states back and our communities back. Because right now, like, I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't even know. And like going back to this idea of like taking away BIPOC votes. Like, so what does that mean? Only white people are voting or majority like 
white votes, whatever. Then that means that these officials are that are getting elected are not necessarily representative of the whole population. And I think that that is like an important piece of the puzzle when we're looking at democracy. It's like it's supposed to reflect the consensus of the population. And like, like I talked about in what episode was it? I think the, the evolution of the police. If all these people that are in power are white and they're making decisions and laws, like those don't seem like they're going to reflect the minority experience. And I think that's really important to remember when we like look at all of this. So if you are pissed, if you're angry, if you are confused, then I promise you're not alone. I really think like our entire country is. I know I am. And I'm like super overwhelmed. And I don't know what to do. But I do know that I have to exercise my right to vote. I have to. At least like in this one. And it's also like it's hard to say, well, I don't believe in politics when a transgender person's life is on the line. You know what I mean? Like if you don't like it, then give your vote to them because they care and their life is important. It's just... I think it's really important that we look at it that way. Like when we choose to vote third party or vote, not vote, like if you vote third party, chances are they're probably not going to win. But it's like instead of voting for the opposition, you're voting for what you don't want. And... That's kind of hard to wrap your brain around too, but like I believe that it's the truth and I think it's it's so easy for it's just it's just easy to tap out when things get hard, but like this is where we're at and like our community's lives are on the line. So, I encourage you to vote and if you need to register and you don't live in the state of Tennessee, then I encourage you to do that. I am always here to talk about anything, anything really. Like if you need help getting signed up to vote, if you need help voting, if you need a pep talk, like seriously anything. I just think that the way the current administration is going is like things are not going to be getting any smoother. And I think that it's really important to remember that Donald Trump did not denounce white supremacy, which is fucked up. And Donald Trump has said things that were hateful to other people. And it makes me sad to know that my president would inflict harm on others whether it's like 
words or gaslighting. Like, that's just really sad. And I think that it's an important time to look deep in our hearts and put our egos aside. And like, this is about human lives, human lives. And we are like, we have the blessing to live and exist right now, whatever that means for you. And I'm kind of under the impression that I want to take care of the people around me and because I mean I still believe that like we're all made of the same stuff and we are all equal and I just think we owe it to ourselves and owe it to our experience and owe it to each other to exercise our right to vote. And even if you are voting, like, like to me, a vote, a vote is better than no vote. So like, if we disagree on who needs to be voted for, that's one thing. But I think that it's also important that we kind of leave this idea of, well, I don't do politics or I don't want to support a bipartisan system. I just, I hear you and I understand. I just think that if we want to move towards that, we need to start taking a more active role in government and our participation in building that. So I think I've said everything I needed to say. And I think that the more we focus on healing and working together, the more we're going to bring that into our lives. And I do think that the world's getting better every day, even though it doesn't look like it. And I do think that we are growing together as a population and as Americans and as humans on this globe. And I think that we are going through an important yet unfortunate cycle in our lives. But I do have hope and faith that we will, like good, per- will prevail and love will, love will happen. So I really appreciate if you've come this far. It's like 45, 50 minutes. You almost listened to me for an hour. So yeah, if you have any questions, totally hit me up. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you listening about politics for an hour, even if you don't believe that. And voting is coming up soon. I would encourage early voting so you don't get stuck in line. And love your neighbor. Figure out what you can do to help your community. Figure out what your best next step means. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. This is Madeline. Goodbye. If you'd like access to more podcasts and a postcard each month, check us out on patreon.com slash embrace madness.